Good evening and welcome to the Mary and Jesus Show, episode 4. We're coming to you live from the Hidden Park in Vernon, British Columbia. And tonight, you are in for a treat because I am using my super soothing voice in the beginning, but it's not going to last and we really don't know what we're doing still, but we're having some fun and I had nothing else planned other than this. I have some topics on my mind. Topics! Topics. What's the topic? Speak up. Okay, I'm not sure if any of these topics will be discussed, but... And down, like this, like, oh, like right here. But, um... I don't sure if there's anything left. Put your face right there. Okay, I'm looking at the microphone, and I'm seeing my little voice do the little voice thing. Okay, so the topics I was thinking of, and none of these have to be discussed, but and we were discussing them, and I feel like they all kind of fall into one another. It's like trauma and addiction and healing. That's been on my mind heavy. <laughs> today is today especially, but the past couple of days for sure. <coughs> there was other ones, but I can't remember them right now. Suicide. That was the other one. Oh, shit's getting real. Yeah. But it's not going to be as intense as the last episode, I don't think. Like, it's just a topic matter. Might yeah. Be intense. I want to apologize for the last episode because it's really hard to edit stuff. And, like, even, like, taking out the slow moments, it just... It's really hard to know what to do. I felt like just leaving it was the best option. And I want you guys to know that moving forward, I'm going to try to... be more thoughtful of the fact that I'm having in the middle of a podcast <laughs> and not let my emotion overwhelm me as much. That's okay because I think it, it it was pretty like like a good kind of vulnerable of you to like not only express that emotion but just like choosing to share it because it's like we didn't even have to upload that episode you know. Yeah I needed to. Yeah. I don't like to hide who I am. Which I guess, I mean, that means that I take back what I just said. I'm going to get even more emotional. <sighs> no, I don't know. I'm just, we're going to try to be a little more focused, I think is what I meant. Like, we're mm -hmm. going to try to pick a topic and talk about it. Mm -hmm. And not be, like, all over the place. So that as we release a whole bunch of episodes, you can actually maybe find ones that resonate with you a bit more. Because we don't expect you to just be interested in all the random shit that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Even though you might be, but I just, I know that something we talk about will resonate is also true. So we want to focus on certain things in each episode so you can just find that episode for that day. Which reminds me, I'm not sure about every single podcast app, but I do know on Spotify when the episode finishes, there's a little questionnaire thing. And, um... If you guys have any, like, requests or anything, or, again, like, any questions that you want us to answer, like, please do that. I think we'd both love that. Yes, please. We're learning, but we need feedback. Yeah. Constructive criticism. Yes, I love constructive criticism, actually, so much. You can even be a little bit of a dick to me. I like it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of an asshole. I respect that. But just a little bit or I'll come find you. 
with my with my telepathic powers. I know what you did last summer. And the one before that. And this summer. Happy summer solstice. By Happy the way. summer solstice. Longest day of the year. Hell yeah. However, it's like past, just past ten here, and it's already dark out. So it's pretty, pretty short compared to last summer. I think it was like right until like eleven o'clock, twelve. Weird. Well, it's kind of cloudy. So. Yeah, it's quite cloudy. Yeah, that makes sense. It was interesting what those guys were talking about today, how the sun was like hitting them differently. Like even when the sun was right on them, they would notice like it was quite, it was yeah. different temperatures, even though the sun was just beating directly on them. And they're just like, I don't know. I don't really know what that means, but it felt like it was important. <laughs> Some weird stuff happening. Yeah, and people are aware of it. Okay, let's go back to our first topic. We're at five minutes, and we're actually going to talk about our first topic within the first five minutes. Okay, so trauma? I think so. That's probably the best place to start because it's like... It encompasses all the other topics. Yeah, I think you need to know your trauma in order to heal it, right? Yeah, and get over your addictions and not kill yourself. Yes. So it all starts with trauma. And I think even our understanding of what trauma is... What's trauma to you? What does trauma mean to you? Um, well, in my personal experience, like, I would say something like trauma, like a traumatic, is like usually from an event, like a traumatic event, where it's so, so terrible, or just not even terrible, but I would just say something that is like completely incomprehensible to your brain, that it can't let it go. And you know, it's often associated with the negative emotions. I feel like I've experienced awe where I've seen something that is almost, again, incomprehensible to myself. But when I think back on it, I'm just like, yeah, that was cool. Whereas like trauma, like it immediately, not now, but in the past would make me anxious or depressed or just scared. I think that's how I would say trauma, how I would define it. I love that. One thing that you got me thinking about is like, specifically because what my biggest trauma is, is my whole childhood. So I have to disagree with you that trauma is an event. But your childhood is, is an event. I guess, but to me an event is more of like a particular moment. Okay. And so there's like, that's just what I think of it. Like you go to an event, it's... But was every single like moment in your childhood like... No. Yeah. So it's different events in your childhood? It's the way I was raised. The way you were raised, yeah, okay. I right? see. And I think that that could be, that's true of a lot of people. It's yeah. not a particular, like it's not like one event stands out. It's just that the whole thing was done in such a strange or different way that you almost, you just don't know. Yeah. And then by the time you understand how the world really works, you realize you can look back and you can see how fucked it was. Can... And then it traumatizes you. But yes. you were already traumatized. Yes. But you didn't know it. Could I interrupt for a second? Please. You are actually describing, and I don't like to do labels because I'm trying to get free of them, but I also think that it does help describe the symptoms that you have so you can learn how to treat them, is complex post-traumatic stress disorder, and where you have multiple events in your life, because I relate to that in a very different way, I would assume, 
for my childhood being traumatic because I don't think of like one thing that happened like usually there's a couple key things but it was just like 16 years of it of just non-stop kind of bullshit mm, that, that makes sense yeah that at the time like you're like this is kind of fucked up but then it's like as an adult when you really have that space between you and that time you almost come out more fucked up then than originally mm. I'm not sure if you feel the same way but yeah it just reminded me of that yeah, as you said that, actually, like, a whole bunch of random little memories that really stood out came back to me. Mm. And so I think you're right that while it might be the overarching way we're raised, our mind sort of pinpoints a few of the specific events that happened that trigger the overall idea of the trauma. Mm-hmm. Wow, just diagnosing me on our podcast. Yeah, I love it. No, it's I'm good. I'm sorry to like bring I'm up actually traumas, like, but I, I'm really happy that it's happening. Kind of like I mean, these are all memories that I know, yeah, and that I've experienced, and that I'm aware okay. that they messed me up. Yeah, but it's kind of like you can know that, but then to like click them all together to be like, okay, so here's some like real ways that I can remember it messing me up and like being upset about it in the moment, mm-hmm. even. And I'm not sure with you, but with, like, myself, I can kind of piece together different key events that have a similar theme. And I can trace that to, like, a behavior that I've adopted because of those events. Like, there might, like, some of them there is, like, one big key one that was kind of, like, the hammer and the nail. And, like, other ones it was just stacking and stacking. And then just, I developed behaviors in in order to kind of avoid that as best as I could because a lot of my traumas come from having disorganized attachment style so it's kind of that needing to go back and forth between how you view somebody if that makes sense so it might not apply to you but I don't Mm. know disorganized attachment yeah so it's like if your caregiver this doesn't happen to me (coughs) it's like if your caregiver loves you and hugs you and then they hit you and Mm. your brain your child brain is like I need this thing for survival but this thing's also threatening my survival so you're disorganized because you don't know how to mm. communicate. There's different ones too. Yeah, I could see that that would cause some serious trauma. Like you wouldn't be able to trust anybody ever again. Exactly. And you would even like, just depending on how someone's mood might change slightly, you would change because you would mm-hmm. have to adapt to them instead of just kind of trusting them. Just being whoever you want to be. It's not even like a mood change. Like for example, like when I was a kid, when one of my family members like was had a sniffly nose, like I would immediately that would set me off into like walk like most of walking on eggshells. Right, right. Sorry, I don't mean to like make this about me. I just feel like it's best to pull from my own experience. For oh no, no, no! Of course, of course. There's no other way for us to do it. Yeah, because I yeah I'm, I can't tell other people's stories. No, you can only teach how we've healed and what we've gone through and offer like insights into the healing process, I guess. Yeah. Because I think that even though the traumas might change a lot, the general healing process is the same. Yeah. Like it's about understanding the event, how it affected you, what you want to do to be change like who do you actually want to be versus how is that trauma affecting your behavior forgiving 
everybody that did those things to you because you just can't hold on you can't mm. keep holding on you have to start letting go of these things yeah it's not even for them it's for yourself yeah you don't you don't forgive them for them you don't forget you don't forget either. you don't forget you don't suddenly start trusting those people or something right like you still know who they are and what they did but you have to just understand how much suffering there is in the world and the trauma that you're going through has been around forever you know like not yours specifically but trauma and traumatized people have been around for ever like mm -hmm. i don't know is that not true it's true and even i think that's something else like if you're healing your trauma and especially if your caregivers are the ones that traumatized you like you're very much likely like dealing with generational trauma like behaviors that have been passed down yes. for like literally centuries and like that doesn't even start to get into like the traumas because i've you know if for example if like you're indigenous <coughs> or even like any kind of ethnicity like other than white like if you're a person of color like the trauma that you're like that you experience because of that and that your family experienced because of that and how that impacts your life and like because i was because i was just reminded of the thing i was talking about colonizers and having all their traumas and then coming over here and then passing that down and causing new traumas and stuff like that it's very yeah but yeah long story short like i do agree with you that like you especially if they're not healed mm. i was I was just thinking of something, um, the trauma that I kind of am going through constantly right now is why we all need to learn how to deal with trauma because it starts in yourself and then you'll see it in your friends and then you'll see it in the world around you mm -hmm. and that's why we all need to start doing our individual parts of really like focusing on ourselves and healing ourselves and dealing with our trauma because that's the only way to do it. But then once you learn how to do it for yourself, you recognize it in others. You're so much more sympathetic to them mm -hmm. and empathetic. And you have to start dealing with the trauma of the world because you have to heal from that every day mm -hmm. right now. I, I go out and I see a lot of beautiful things. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful world. But there's so much suffering. And we don't even notice it anymore because we're all consumed by our own suffering. Or we've just been taught to look away. Yes, which teaches disconnection. Mm -hmm. And the moment any one of us is disconnected from another, we're weaker. Mm -hmm. And that's why then people start to feel like they're so alone because they were told to turn in on to themselves. Yes. Because of... A, because of like an individualistic society, and B, I would argue as well, it's like when you're hurt and you're traumatized, people, a lot of people don't want to be around you. Because mm -hmm. then you're, they're like, you, you trigger me. You remind me of my pain and my suffering I'm trying to distract from. Mm -hmm. And it makes the world so, like, every, I just find there's so many unsympathetic people, and I can only imagine it's because they're hurting and they're just mad that you or somebody else can't push it down as much as they can because I know I felt that way a lot it's like well I can hide my pain why can't you hide your pain mm. and it's, that's not a good way to look at it no no it's hard not to though like there's a lot of bitterness that comes with mm -hmm. like starting to look at things more mm -hmm. like even when you do start to for example look at like you were talking about that person 
at who they are and why they're behaving that way, you'll feel their pain. They, you will understand where they're coming from and why they're that way and how fucking lost they are. But we're all just humans. And mm -hmm. so if you know behavior and you know just slightly how humans work and you just trust your heart, you can just react to that situation with love always and it will always work out and they will always learn something and you will walk away free as a bird just like you always were mm -hmm. and also i think it's okay to say that as well as that if this person's like unwilling to change and keeps coming to you the same things i think it's good to be there for at, at a point because mm. it is a process and it's hard to learn mm. and some people need their hand held at some point but also knowing to like respect your energy when that person is just relying completely and entirely on you. Yes. Recognize the difference between someone willing to learn something and someone just coming to you to take from you basically. Yeah, to complain or get you to fix their problems. Yes. Take your energy basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And You'll, you'll, you'll recognize it easily and learn to not do that. Like, you are first. Build up your energies, you know. There's ways to balance it, too, like making sure you go up in nature and just start doing, like, some things throughout the day that make you just appreciate the moment a bit extra, always. Mm -hmm. I gotta work on that. All this stuff I'm doing, we're doing, we're so busy and constantly just doing shit, it's like... Keep forgetting to smell the roses, you know? I you literally I do. do. Literally. I mean, like, when we're out walking and stuff, even if I don't physically stop, you know, I try to, mm. like, take a look around at the people who are at nature and stuff and just True. think and be in the moment in that way. But it's so... It's obviously different than trauma. But it's like, it's, but now it's like looking at the future all the time. Mm. It's like, what's going to happen? What do I need to do? How can I do it? What step are we on here? What are we talking about? Healing still? Because I have some theories on healing. Are we still on trauma? It's all kind of the same, Yeah, it's right? all interconnected. Like, we were just still That's talking true. about experiences There's... with it and mm -hmm. how it can affect you. Right, I was thinking about the hard one like that. Why you need to learn how to heal trauma is because there's so much around you. Mm -hmm. And so every day you go out with this love, you're going to have trauma because you're going to see the negative around you. And so it's very important to learn how to heal it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like it's something, it's a life skill we all should have. And there should be like a little trauma manual. <laughs> Just like post it on your fridge. Like here's some, here's 10 steps real quick. Things you can do. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? You know, like go rinse your head under some cold water and just chill for five minutes. And just like, you know, just things you can do throughout your day. Random questions. Like just, just keep asking yourself stuff and trying to understand. And trying to always forgive yourself and everybody and accept it just like accept whatever you've done whatever happened to you just it fucking happened and now we just are here and ah, I know it's so it's hard to say that yeah. I know it's hard for it, me to say it's that. definitely easier said than done yes because I yes. was thinking about you know like a lot of people like when I was trying to find like support like online and stuff and I was too like anxious to go outside was that there's like you know literal disorders that like the literal ways of the brain 
making it so you, it hides the trauma so much from yourself because it's like your brain cannot handle it. So it's also, I feel like, you know, you really need to like, don't beat yourself up if it's still affecting you because it's like just as long as you're fucking trying. Yes, yes. Going out the forgiveness and doing something is that is so fucking day. important. Like I always think it's just even if it's like affecting you to the point where you can only get up and go to the bathroom, it's like at least you got up and went to the bathroom, you know, and go in your bed. But it's true. And like, but I think for a lot of a lot of other people though. The shit that they prescribe you in therapy is just the shit that it literally works. You just have to keep going at it and don't expect instant results. Like when they talk about meditation, breathing exercises, or I forget, it's called PMR and I forget what the acronym stands for, but when you tense your muscles up for a couple of seconds and then relax for a couple of seconds, doing like meditation if I didn't say that already, it's all in journaling if that works for you or taking voice notes. It all is so fucking healing. Did you just mention like a good physical activity of any sort too? Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't, I missed your list. I started thinking about them. And even if you don't like uh, physical activity like me, because you know, you can go out for a walk or go play a sport. Like one thing I really found enjoyable, and even though you feel kind of goofy when you do it at first, is dancing. Mm. And even then just listening to music. Like I think all of those things and finding a hobby, like and making time for that like I feel like that's such an important thing of self-care it's like unless it's coding or maybe or actually no I shouldn't just say unless it's coding oh but try I was to thinking about screens. coding your brain try to avoid screens you gotta yeah. understand how to code your brain you literally yeah. train your brain all day how it's gonna behave right and so that's why like getting a mantra on like how you want your behavior to change and mm. just saying that shit all day and then like lots right before bed you're recoding your subconscious right yeah it's a, literally like a skill like it's like something you can do to change the way your brain works yeah i've literally done that with so many like ocd like obsessions or like anxious thoughts like mm -hmm. i have managed to like rewire like how i respond to like how my brain handles that yes so there's fucking proof and an important note if you're trying that is to make sure that you don't change it to a negative mm -hmm. it has to be a positive affirmation it has to be it can't be like don't have trauma <laughs> you know it has to be i am healthy yeah i'm healed I'm i am healthy. i am mentally healthy i am you know i'm an immortal god just go straight to that yeah what are you you're an immortal god like just say that to yourself you know and then shit's gonna get fucking crazy because you might become an immortal god. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? So just go for it. And the more of us who think we're all immortal gods, the more we will be. The more we will be. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Manifestation is very fucking powerful. Very and fucking powerful. Listening, I suggest making your own, but um, listening to subliminals, subliminal messaging, especially like when you go to sleep. That shit changed my life. But also, like, if you don't make your own, you should be careful. Because some people make videos and they, like, put negative things in there. So, usually the comment section will be, you know, helpful. But yeah. I'm being serious. Sorry, I zoned out thinking about being an immortal god. That'd be That's fun. That's okay.
It'd be so fun if we were all just like God suddenly. I wonder if we would all be like our own definition of what we think that God even is. You know, like what yeah. would it be just, we'd have to get together and be like, these are the subtle changes we want to make to our chemical composition that'll let us grow into this. Have to have like a town hall meeting. <laughs> a town hall meeting. So what's the chemical analysis on uh, how we're going to remove the atoms to become immortal from our bodies? Wait, remove? I think it is remove. Yeah, because tightening things up. What were we talking about? Where were we at? I was talking about listening... Before well, affirmations. We were talking... coding. Oh, yes, coding. Oh, before all of that? Maybe. I think that we don't need to say much more. Like, just affirmations and, like, literally... And subliminal messages and manifesting. Yeah, and using that affirmation as also, like, a way to get rid of other labels. Like, mm -hmm. forget about other words and mm -hmm. holding on to ideas about negative shit. Mm -hmm. Just let go of it. Yeah. It'll come back. I promise. And then practice letting go again. I only you know? use labels just so it's like people understand like what I'm trying yes. to describe. Yes, it, it's important. We need yeah. a way to communicate, but it's important to not let it affect your mind very much. Yeah, like I don't go around telling myself like, oh, I'm this way because of my OCD mm -hmm. or something like mm -hmm. that. Yes, but then even just talking about it and saying you have it though, like yeah, but it's like I don't care with that. I no, just, I know. I just I know. recognize that I have the literal behaviors of that thing. Yes. But it's not a bad thing. No. No. Necessarily. It's, yeah, it's about how it affects you at the end of the day, too, right? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And just being you and, like, not worrying so much about what anybody thinks at all. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as it's not in negatively impacting yours, your life or other people's lives, like... I think you should just act however you feel most comfortable mm -hmm. or want to. Unless mm -hmm. it's like hiding in your bed all day, then probably want to like try to like expand your horizons speaking from experience, but I'm just talking about like behavioral quirks. Like how I speak. Or don't. Sorry. How you speak or don't speak? Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like I just find that I'm very like I was don't think I said this to you, but I was talking to Joshua, I was thinking about how you said I was weird, and then I was like, I just wonder in comparison to other people in general, like, how weird am I? Not as, like, a positive or a negative, but I was just like, how much, not that it matters, but I was just, like, curious by it. Does that make sense? Sorry, say it again? Like, how weird I am. Like, am I really that weird? I don't think so. I mean... Because you said I was weird. I have a... So that's what I just I, mean. That's a compliment, though, Yeah, to me. but that's what I mean. I, I, I was, wasn't looking at it as a positive or a negative. I was just, like, thinking in general. Because mm. I've always, like, talked about wishing I was more normal. Mm, 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 mm. So it's like I am aware that I'm kind of strange. You're the new normal. Yeah. Everyone be like me. Don't be like me. No, don't. Don't be like me. Don't. Very bad at you. But... But do you get what I'm saying, though? Yes. What are you looking for? The vape. The vape. Oh. So.
talked about healing and trauma. Addiction and suicide. Mm. Addiction is hard for me because I don't... I'm A, not healed from my own addictions, and B, like, I haven't struggled through, like, you know, like... I've never been addicted to something that would kill me if I quit it. So it's hard to say. Addictions are weird. Mm -hmm. You can be addicted to anything. Because I would even say stuff like eating disorders or like addictions. Like if you're like starving yourself or overeating or making yourself throw up, like that's like addictive. There's so many things to be addicted to. And some things are okay to be addicted to. Like breathing. <laughs> I always forget that one. Yeah. Or if it's like, wow, I really love this routine that I have. Like I think that's fine. But it's like... Again, I'm not talking about physical dependence, I'm just talking about mental dependence. It's it's really tricky when you feel like you need that thing, whether it's like a drug or a behavior or whatever, to get you through. Hmm. It's very hard. And I think forgiveness of yourself is very important. Key for that. Because you're going to relapse. Like, I know that you can manifest it, but I think it's also okay to be honest with yourself as, like, you know, shit fucking happens and it's fine. Like, it's not... The world isn't going to end because you relapsed. Either. Yeah, I think it comes back to, uh... Understanding. Yeah. And forgiveness. Yeah. You know? And healing. Addiction. Yeah. Find addiction often comes from trauma. Yeah, I was going to say, healing from your trauma will probably help you in stopping your addiction. Mm -hmm. Not completely, probably, but it's a major help. Yeah, and Maybe taking completely. five minutes a day again and mm -hmm. making a mantra, mm -hmm. you know. If you know the behavior you want to change, don't think about not doing it. Think about doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, uh, I am not a good example for it, but one of my favorite things is when I quit smoking, instead of, like, saying I'm quitting smoking, I said, I only breathe air. <laughs> like, fresh air. And it was amazing. I only breathe fresh air. That was my mantra. And it actually really helped. Just, like, it's about changing it to a positive and mm -hmm. finding, like, why are you using it and why don't you want to use it? And just going for it. Yeah. Or, like, me with weed... When I, I was like doing it like all day every day and it was really negatively impacting my mental health and like my wallet <laughs> um is I would try to prolong my day so like I would try to clean my house and then when that's done I would try and go like have a list of hobbies and things it's like oh before I smoke weed like I'm gonna draw this first or I'm gonna sew this, or make myself do an activity that I know I wouldn't be able to do as well stoned, like coding was a big one too. And then eventually I got it to where it was like 10, 11 p.m. at night, 
Whereas before I was doing it as soon as I got up and just continuously throughout the day. And that really helped. And I just didn't think about it. Like I didn't even say anything about it, you know? Sometimes I would, if I like fucked up and I did it earlier, I would kind of be hard on myself, which wasn't good. But it was like, I just tried to not think mm. about it. Because I'm like, this doesn't own me. My worst addiction was by far gaming. Mm. But it's a really tricky one because those were, it was all learning times, mm -hmm. right? Like whether, that's one thing I do like about games. Like I'll always rather play a game, a video game, than watch TV. But there's no good two, three, four player video games, you know? Or there's very, very few of them. Alright, there's quite a few. But nobody plays them anymore, you know? Like yeah. it's not a family thing, you just... It's tough, right? And so then you kind of feel solitary because now that shit's all online and like single player. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's still good because it's online and you interact, but then you feel detached again, right? Like you're more interested in this internet world because you have friends there and you have people there and communities and games you really like that are amazing and mm -hmm. epic. Way more interesting than day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. for now. <laughs> you know but it's fun like they're fun mm -hmm. and it's just recognizing I guess respecting the time it takes up I guess yeah that's what it's about I think yeah for me it was us video games like I think my worst one well my worst two and the second one's not safe for work but it was the internet and porn not even porn, just masturbation. Because the internet, oh, I feel the exact tell same. More. No, I'm just <laughs> no, but the internet, like it was the exact same thing as you, and I was like such a shut-in, right? That I'm like, this is my community. Hmm. And even then, I don't have to talk. I can just lurk and read all these forums and things, and just feel like I'm in a room of people, you know, listening to the conversations. Not creepily, but just you know, just sitting around listening. Masturbation, I feel like, is the same as drugs for me. But it was just more addicting. And again, it's just about, like... The internet, I just went cold turkey. Like, as soon as I met you, like, I've just been kind of offline, even more so. Because I kind of like deleted all my social medias. But now I have social medias again. And I was only yeah. really like... I had mm -hmm. I had a Tumblr. And I had my own personal website. And those are my kind of two things. Because it's pretty anonymous. Whereas that was cold turkey. But the other addictions were again, yeah, I was pushing time. And just trying to be like, no, I'm going to do these things first. But it's also okay to acknowledge that some, that like, you know, you can't do it alone sometimes and you need to have community to help you. The world's fucking lonely. Like, you feel like a lonely place. But it's truly not.
And if you're somebody who's in a kind of a better space, you can do your part to make it feel less lonely for people. Again, protecting your energy and resting, but... You know, still going out and, you know... Maybe talking to, like, that person that looks kind of... You know, I mean, if they're closed off with their headphones on, then don't fucking bother them. But it's like, if somebody looks like, like you know, that they could use a friend, it's like, go up and fucking say hi. And if they want to be left alone, leave them alone. I don't know. I don't know. They're just ideas. What are you thinking about? We were tricked. We were tricked? Yeah. By who? Something. What? Something here on Earth. What makes you say that? Because we are all immortal gods. Mm -hmm. And we're in this human form. Mm -hmm. And suffering. It's like something tricked us. It was like, hey, we're just gonna take your energy and use it ourselves to create industry and our own wealth and they made us fucking get jobs and shit but we're fucking immortal fucking gods shape the universe and we're all stuck down here it's, we've been tricked. The human, the the human race has been tricked. It's fucked. Every single one of us. We fucking tricked ourselves or something. It's so weird. At this point in the game, yeah, we're tricking ourselves. Yes. This episode took a turn. I feel like that's all I had to say on this topic. What did you say, sorry? Hmm? What did you say? Nothing. What did you say? I can just Which go part? rewind it. I just yeah. missed what you just said. I was drinking Oh, water. sorry. I just said that they're, they're like that's like a sudden topic change, but that's fine because I think all I had all I, I said all I had to say. I was just really honestly trying to think about my trauma. No, it's okay. And what's happening right now. And like why it frustrates me so much. Yeah. That is fine. Like, I mean, it's just a theory. But I don't think it is a theory anymore. I've never... I've never trusted it so much before. The feeling I just got. Mm. Like we've literally been tricked. 
and it's amazing because now we get to be untricked <laughs> but we're trying to save as many as we can that's why we're doing this shit heal trauma become a god <laughs> yeah listen to what i said and you'll become a god it's true You actually won't become a god because you already are one. Yes. You just have to literally just wake yourself up. Yeah, remember That's you're all a I god. can put it. She'll come to you. And I bet you're fucking sitting there right now, if you're listening, and you're like, oh, well, some of you not, but some of you, I know. Like, oh, I'm not a fucking god. I can never be like that. It's because of your limiting beliefs and that's literally why you have to start manifesting is like no i'm a fucking god because mm. you are manifest Shit. it's manifest. fucking true it's literally no like it's so fucking true though like you just like you just need to gain the self-awareness to change your thought patterns and like everything comes into place like, everything will come into place, like, and you'll be shocked at how fucking fast it happens mm. when it happens. Yes. Speaking from experience, like, Yes. I was just yeah. going to add that it, Sorry. like, comes with no expectations, too. Yeah, you like, have to just, have no expectations. Just know it'll work, though, right? But, like, like, also be okay when it doesn't, right? And then try again, and try again, and try again, and yeah. try again. And that's why... And change it up, and come back to it, and try it again, and try something else. Yeah. Experiment. That's, and that's why I think, like, you and I have been so successful with all these things. Yes. Because you just don't expect anything. But we're not going in negatively like, oh, it won't work. It's just... Yeah, and we're just manifesting things. Yeah. Or like things are just happening. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> oh. it's, uh, it's so much fun. And also intentions, because literally I went in with intentions to speak, like my idea, come up with decent ideas, and speak with confidence. And I feel like I've done it. My ideas, I don't know. For my speaking, I feel like I, quite, you know. I love how much you've been speaking. Thank you. I'm sorry. I actually feel so rambly, but I love it because you're way better at talking about stuff than me. To be honest, no. You're a great communicator in your own way. You're the, you're the nerd. I'm the nerd. You're yeah, the nerd, which means you actually know shit. It's I don't true. fucking I like know, I know shit. I just can talk well about some yeah. things. I could talk good. You can just make like an interesting <laughs> story. Sometimes. Yeah. I am the interesting story. You are. No, I'm just, just kidding. Shit's weird though, for real. Wait, um, are you looking for a light? Oh yeah, please. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know, because I have a lot to say about these topics, because like obviously all these topics are like important to my life, but I feel like a lot of like more spiritual shit for example is very new to me still whereas like all of these things except for maybe addiction which has been probably like seven years everything else has been my whole lifetime healing and trauma so it's on my mind a lot like i have a lot to say about it because i've had so much time to think about it and no one to say it to And I feel like, I might have said this already, but it's like, I feel like, for me at least, I'm not saying that everyone should do it, 
but I find it like good for me to sometimes speak about my traumas because I feel like it helps explain like where I'm coming from with the awareness and it's still trying to obviously like heal and change my behaviors. I also, I think it's fine to kind of, nor like, not normalize it as in, like, this shit's okay, but normalize it for the people that went through it so you don't feel like you're fucking crazy. I feel like you're the only one that went through it, you know? Does that all make sense? Yes. I'm sure it will make sense when I listen to it again oh tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying so hard, honestly, to like be normal. That I'm forgetting to just listen Stop to you. To be no Stop being normal. No, I'm trying to like not feel so weird in my own head. You know what I mean? I think so. Like I'm feeling really high and like my body. Yeah, I was gonna weird. say you're just high. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I think that there's a, literally a way anytime that your consciousness can just kind of go into everything because was... we're all one and it's fucked. Yeah. But I don't like to experiment with it because... Did you see that? It's weird for me. See what? Did no light go off over there? No, I don't know. I didn't see. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. That side director that me? No. Oh. No. I feel weird. Yeah. I feel like high, but I feel like really chattery. I haven't like the past couple of times, I don't know why. I guess because I've been wanting to be. A lot of people inside me have a lot to say and they're finally like trying to say it. Go for it. Say stuff. Yeah, like we are. Oh good, good. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense as to why you have much more to say than I, too. Yeah. Because I'm like... I'm just... I'm the weirdo, alright? I'm the weirdo in the group. You're normal. That's why when I say that you're weird, it's actually me just trying to compliment you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just thinking... Like, I wasn't thinking about it in any way, but I was also just thinking about, like, other people that you've dated. Because you said you literally dated somebody who was, like, a dentist person. And I'm like, that's so, like, normal. <laughs> so, Very short term, yes. Yeah, but still. No, most of my relationships have been normalish. Normalish. Yeah. No, no but I don't, I don't even know. mean the relationship. I just mean the person. Oh. Well, other than her, they've all been fucked. Oh. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Ah. Uh, Sometimes it just doesn't work out. No, yeah. I love everybody. I love all the people who I've known. All the dating. They're all amazing. I still tell my ex that I love him. Oh, yeah. I would say that I love them. Love everybody. Like, just yeah. like I do. Like, I just fucking love everybody. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> uh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. Because there's so much suffering. You just see it more and more and the more you gain awareness of what's going on in the world around you. It's just suffering and suffering and suffering. 
And that's like, it's hard, man. It's hard. For each one of us. It doesn't matter what stage you're at. If you're on yourself, or you're on to the world, or you're on to whatever level you're on, it is always hard. But you learn to love so much more, right? It's about learning the goodness that comes with the bad. Because the badness, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. But what changes is the way you can deal with things and move forward and let them go and heal. Like your own healing skill, will, you'll just get better. And you can start to teach it. And it'll literally be like a blossom effect around you once you learn how to heal yourself, right? Like, because it works. You can. Like, the brain is a powerful tool and we have so many resources and there are, like, always people to talk to. Like, you can find them. They're out there. Try to find some people to talk to about it. Whatever you're going through is, maybe not exactly, obviously, but there are people that have probably gone through something similar enough, you know, that you could easily just talk to them somehow. I don't know. Be open to exploring, learning, however you can about whatever it is you're going through. Just understand it, right? That's why diagnosis, as much as I hate to label yourself, it's important, right? We talked about that, I think, in the beginning. Yeah, we did. Like, that's how we understand shit, right? But then don't accept it as you. Like, it's not a part of your identity. So it's like, yeah, just understand. Are we gonna talk about the S word? That's what I've been stalling for. I've been stalling okay. for the um, one of my sad ones. It's just a sad one. Yeah, it is sad. It's fucked up. Um, I think the whole, like the only thing I feel like I want to say about it, even though I have a lot to say about it. Yeah. It's just that like I think remembering the importance of community. Mm. Like whether you are struggling, like you. There is always... The systems are fucked up right now. Again, speaking from experience, like when you are trying to get help. But it's like, help is there? Like, you, it's just like a friend or something. And I feel like also us reminding to be open and honest and like listening to people. Because that's like the one thing. It's like, I feel like if you... Like, tell someone how you're feeling, like you can work up from that. Because as corny as it is, it's a... Permanent solution to a temporary problem. Because the feeling will go away. Whatever is causing you to want to do that, like whatever's happening, it will stop. Have to believe that. That's all I feel like I have to say. I wish I was better at paying attention to what you said. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I, especially such an intense subject, my mind just got away from me. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm gonna really actually get better at it though, okay? Here on out. I'll believe it when I see Fuck, it. Fuck! I swear I'm trying. I'm not. Oh, it's the worst when you're just thinking about other shit and you I can't know. fucking stop. I can balance it. 
I'm so sorry. That's okay. Okay, could you give me the rundown on what you said? I'm sorry, so I don't um, repeat you. I don't know, I was saying like permanent solution to a temporary problem even though it's corny. And I was just talking about the importance of like community and reaching out. And needing to believe that like it will, mm. your situation will improve whether it's like physically or mentally or both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is like maybe really hard because if you're at this stage, you're too gone, too far gone. But just go meet a stranger and try to like have a positive experience with a stranger. I think is like a huge thing. Like, because if you're going down that path, it's like you just feel alone, even with the people you're with. Mm -hmm or whatever's going on, you feel alone, you feel trapped, you feel so much pain. Nobody understands you, nobody knows what you're going through, nobody is there for you. But if you go out and you just have an interaction with a stranger, or maybe you're a little bit out of your way to be kind in a weird way, and just try to interact with them, say hi. How's your day or something? You know? I just think that needing a new life sometimes can change the way you look at your own life. And you also feel a connection with a stranger. And there's 8 billion of us and there's people here for you, you know? There are. You just gotta go out there and be a person too, you know, and meet, meet new people. People are full of love and understanding. Full of it. But you gotta kinda, you gotta be bold, you know? You gotta be willing to go do it. You don't have to get into the intense conversations. Literally just, just hold the door open for someone you wouldn't normally or something. Have some silly interaction. You know that awkward lake where you like make them do it? I don't know, that shit's funny. It works. And it's just like, you smile and you laugh and it's silly and I don't know it's like oh do I hold that open door or do I close it you do the little close the door and open it on them you know you did I don't know I don't even know where that came from but just like uh, I don't even know there's just so much joy yeah. in going out and just for, I don't know for me I it's really yeah like for me like I really felt like I couldn't handle silly interactions like sometimes that would just make me feel even worse mm. so like something I would like I would do is like I just tried to smile at people like even mm. if I felt like I was really faking it because mm -hmm. it's like I, I really meant I really wanted that person you know to have a nice day so that helped or like if the situation applies like I just like to share food with people Sharing like food is a food classic. Like I like buy classic. a box of Timbits at school, you know. I should do that sometime. Mm. I wanna do that. Yeah, and don't be afraid to like treat yourself, I think. Too. Yeah. Each day, once a day, buy yourself a present. Fuck yeah. That's what Dale Cooper said. So Fuck yeah. You should do it. I love that. Shit, that's why I'm getting fat, eh? Just buying donuts every day, birthday yeah. cake. I know, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, all this non-bread. This non-bread. Nah, this non-bread got us lean. Yeah, I feel like we're Hummus. not in bad shape. No, we're fine. We're doing enough walking. 
Yeah, I need to be like cautious. Yeah, actually I have a lot of more leg muscles now. Like they, I feel like they're like way more. Oh yeah. And yeah, even if you can't feel like you should talk to people, but I really do think like if you're like really close to, you know, making rash decisions, like I think you should try to talk to someone. But even just going on a walk, mm, nature. you know, nature yeah, nature's so sitting in a field, sitting mm. in a park, going on some swings, mm. seeing the little animals, like whatever's in your area, like that shit m would make my day. Hmm. And I'd be like, I'm going to live another day so I can see this bird. Yes. Yeah. And then you find bigger reasons. Yeah. And more reasons. Yeah. And then you're like, shit, why did I even want to leave? Yeah. And sometimes you'll go back down, but then it's like you always know that's like, hey, I fucking made it last time. And just go back to doing what you were doing, you know? Address the problems, if you can, that led you there. Yeah. I'm just speaking from experience. I honestly, no guarantees, but I believe it. subject. Yeah, me either. We love you. Um, I wasn't thinking about saying that, or not saying that. <laughs> I just <laughs> was thinking about something. Uh, yes, definitely, of course. That's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. That's why we... And everyone on a sad note. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, we're not. No. I just wanted to say that. Yes, we do love you, though. We do love you. I love you all. I know Aaron does. It's, uh... It's a really strange and beautiful place we live in. And, uh... I think learning to appreciate that and like the amount of unknowns there are in life it's what makes it so beautiful like I don't know just never give up on whatever it is you're going through and like be willing to look at things differently and just experiment like that's what I think things mostly come down to is as soon as we get these loops in our mind any sort of a loop that you're stuck in is very detrimental it, it's it's letting go of the way your mind is programmed and just filling it with something new and different right if you have the same negative thoughts every day that's an imprint on your brain that you need to do the exact opposite to get out you know so if you've been depressed for a couple of years you got to put in a lot of mental work to get out of it you know like, it's all imprinting on the brain. Can I use a metaphor my therapist told me? Please. Um, it's kind of like how you take a route through the bushes to get somewhere. And it's all, you know, there's like a brown path and there's like a hole in the trees. And you're like, hmm, I'm going to go a different way. And the first time, you know, you're going to have to push through branches and shit and the grass is all tall and whatever. But eventually, after you walk back and forth a couple of times, it becomes 
just like a clear path. And you know, sometimes you might turn around and go down the old path and you're like, what the heck? And then maybe sometimes you'll turn around and go down the right one. Yeah. You know? I love that. I liked it too. Sometimes you'll find weird shortcuts with portals to a new course you've never been to before. Yeah. <laughs> so true, bestie. <laughs> It's snack time. Non-bread's non -bread. non coming out. Thomas is coming out. Please, we only brought four types because we're silly. Me. Only. <laughs> yeah, I know we were missing the uh, the other three. That's okay. No. Those are doubles. Yeah. Those are the broken pieces. Sorry, everybody. I do apologize. Should we uh, talk about what we did today a little bit? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about because of the food I was reminded. Hmm, yes. I just don't, I don't know. I just like actions to speak for themselves and so once I start talking about my own actions I feel like uh, oh, so we can we can call to action people. Call to action people? Yeah. Like if you're listening Ooh. and you find sorry. And you find a shopping cart lying around, go and fill it up with food and just give it out to people. If you can afford it, just do it. Mm. Yes. And, you know, make some signs, maybe hang Christmas lights, I don't know what your style is. And, you know, have a variety of food, you know, coffee, uh, you know, fruit, vegetables, treats, like all that shit, you know. Maybe even have like, you know, like first aid kits or like blankets mm, mm. or books. Yes. Put some signs up and just walk around town and, you know, maybe say hi to people. Say hi to people. And, yeah. Yeah. And like, just don't be afraid to yell at people. Like, hey, you hungry or thirsty? Like, whoever. We got water and food, you hungry? Like, doesn't matter who it is. Just, <laughs> just like, yell nicely. I mean, or preferably, you know, be near them and talk normally. But, you know, don't be shy about it. Like, you just, you're just enjoying it, you know, like you're just there providing a service nobody knew they needed, except for all of us knew we needed it, <laughs> you know, so I think it's pretty cool. It's a good feeling and it's more than a good feeling because you're actually like helping someone eat and drink water. Like it's such a simple thing. Like. I know that there's lots of systems in place, but I know for a fact people still go to bed hungry. And I don't know, I just thought that the more individuals that might take up free food carts, the less starving people we'll have in our own cities, mm -hmm. you know? And then you develop friendships and you get to know people and you start to care about them and that's when you get even more bitter about it all because you're like why are these people so why is there so much suffering like 
how can we not just look after each other? Mm-hmm. And you see it in every single uh, class, for lack of a better word. It's only really two classes, the working class and the non-working class, and then the elite. It's like... We're only as strong as our weakest link. We need to build each other up, help each other out. We're all so connected. We're all so connected. Yeah, and I think it's especially important too because a lot of systems that are in place, like, they're so broken. Or like the story that you said about like how people were just a couple minutes late and they were like trying to throw the food out. Yeah. Or like, I know like this is kind of different, but like housing accommodations and how like they don't let people who are still addicted. And it's like how... How are they ever supposed to heal if they're stuck, like, on the side of, like, they can't even sleep on a fucking bench because it's built so you can't sleep on it or sit on it comfortably? In every area you go in, alarms start blaring. Like, it's just, like, it's awful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have some theories about things that I would do if, like, as I am learning more about it especially um got to do some volunteer work though for a bunch of different companies see how they actually work see what they have to put up with on their end right because mm-hmm. things always seem like simple from the outside and like you know everything but you don't really i don't really know you know like i've never been to one i don't know what it's like uh, i just know things are messed up you know? I, I know things are messed up too because we're just, we're not looking after our own people yeah. properly. I just want to say, yeah, I'm not, like, blaming, like, organizations in particular. No. I just these Like, I know there's things, things out like, there. Yeah, it's making me upset. It needs to be more, though, and mm. better, and just, like, I don't understand why we're not, I don't know. I know that a lot of people will be, like, homeless people want to be homeless, or whatever, right, if that's who we're talking about, and specifically. There's, and, like, one that I know who did, but still, it's like, well, why does that hurt giving them food? Yes. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. I don't know. Just on a homeless right now. Fucking end homelessness here and then we can all do better. I don't know how. If we can do it here, then it's just something. It's a start. End it. And this is for the whole world. (laughs) You know? you can help your neighbors and then we can all be better and then we can teach other two people how to do it and then they'll do it and then just the world will do it because that's what we'll be taught to do because it'll help and like it'll literally also help us heal you know because I can't I can't heal right now because the suffering is every day so I'll never fully heal. None of us will ever fully heal as long as we know that there's starving and hungry people, you know? Sorry, starving and hungry. I meant thirsty. What What is the dehydrated? Is that it? Yeah, dehydrated. Like, people aren't getting enough water, not getting enough food. Like, let's just figure that shit out. How hard could it be, really? I don't know. Probably hard, but... I don't know. 
start start in your neighborhood, right? Start in your your little area. Branch out. Look together. I think we could figure it out. Yes, this is a call to action. Build up your community. Yeah, in any way that you can. No limitations. No limitations. It's like the size and just different ones. And, mm. You know? Like just enact, just try out ideas. Yeah, try new ideas too. And share your ideas. And teach people your ideas. Mm-hmm. And take other people's ideas and do them better. Mm -hmm. Or the same. Or different. Or whatever. Just try shit out. I love trying new things. Mm -hmm. Those are other things that, if you're still listening, you should submit at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Please. Yeah, if you guys have an idea, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Or something you did, even, would be cool. Mm -hmm. And we could love share. To hear. Yeah. Mm. Wait, that's two things we promised. I think we can only ask one question. Or two things we said we'd ask. You could just type, well, because they're still listening and it's not the end. Just like, type every, anything you want in the box. As hey. long as there's not a character limit. Or DM us on Instagram. Yeah, true that. TikTok. True that. I'll just um. plug yours because you have the same handle everywhere. Zen Free Skates. Okay, yeah. 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 I still need to work on my social media branding. Oh man, it's so hard. I don't know. Like At least by you the have time, a coherent username. not coherent, consistent. True, but it, I like want it to change. Damn mm. it! <laughs> or just gotta make another new one or something because they're different. I think that would be good. I love Zen free skates, and it needs to go back to being like free skates. A little bit, because that's like a passion of mine, mm. and I don't want it to die. Mm. But also. Like, this is something else now. You know what I mean? To me, compared to Zen Free Skates, it's like two branches of the business. They're not even really connected. Maybe the t-shirts will be connected. Like you can buy Mary and Jesus t-shirts at zenfreeskates.com. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in the title, we always have to say the Mary and Jesus show by Shea Clipper and Aaron Doucette. Like, we just <laughs> yeah. have to include that when we say it. Yeah, <laughs> just acting. We're just actors. We just like, take on some roles. Yeah, or have like a disclaimer at the beginning, like this is by Shea Clipper and Aaron Dusan. Yes, yes. I like this episode. I feel like we should just leave yeah. this one maybe here even. Yeah, I think like we kind of touched everything and gave some ideas, thought of new ideas. Yeah. Yeah. If there's anything you want to talk about, us talk about more and get more in depth, like we really, we really can. Like I feel like all those subjects are, you could talk about them forever and there's a lot of things to learn and if you have questions or you are feeling anything, honestly also reach out to that Zen Free Skates, like I'm always here, honestly reach out. And, uh, say something that lets me know you're human, because you know bots and shit. But <laughs> yeah, like, hello, I am a human. Hello, I am a human. Yeah, that's how you. That's exactly how you do it. 
That's a bot would never say that. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thank well, you. It's like having the I am a robot captcha. Yes. It's like, wait, am I? <laughs> uh, okay, well, until next time. Yes. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.